0: McFarlane, McFarlane, everybody. Thanks to McFarlane for, once again, powering us through this entire season. The Bradfoe Show. It's another Bradfoe Show on the go. A quick one because, you know, I feel like Nick Pavetta has earned some, um, some recognition. Uh, an opportunity to be highlighted on a Brad show on the go. So we sat down with Nick for, you know, a little bit. And what I wanted to talk to him about was, boom, that hammer of a curve. Like that hammer, there is nothing like, as I said to him, there's nothing like a backdoor big 12 to 6 curveball, that knuckle curve that he throws. I love it. I love it, and that's why I wanted to talk to him about it. You know, there's plenty of things to talk about when it comes to Nick Pavetta. This guy has been absolutely on fire heading into his start against Rays the last 12 starts is beginning of May. 78 in the third innings. He's 8-2, and two, a 2.1 ERA, uh, a not, 0.94 whip. You know, um, just keep going nonetheless. 2.1 F4. I mean, I think all of it. And, you know, listen, I mean, his fastball is better than ever. His fastball is a bread and butter. There's no question about it. Hitters hitting under 200 about on it. But still, that curveball compliment is crazy. And now he's throwing it more than he ever has. As a member of the Red Sox Still not as much as a fastball But still You've seen it I mean you've seen it His curveball Has 82% uh, Percentile In Major League Baseball In terms of spin That shows you right there Like how good it can be So You know again I just want to sort of Sit down with him Chop it up a little bit About that one pitch Where he's at I think it's worth it Soak it in Subscribe Follow All the good stuff Alright Another Brad Bradfoe show on the go This time with Nick Pavetta First
1: of all who taught you your curveball? Do you remember? Yeah, so it was, um, I didn't throw a curveball until I got to the big leagues with the Phillies. It was uh, Bob McClure. Um,
2: oh, yeah, yeah. Aaron Nola,
1: had, he threw the spike curveball, and Bob said, hey, how about you try this? And ever since, it's been a really good pitch for me. It really hasn't, there's really not, nothing too much more than that than that. If anything, it's just the consistency of it that's come around more. Say these last couple years, and being able to use it in fastball counts.
2: So you didn't throw it at all. No, I had a very sloppy,
1: sloppy slider in the minor leagues. I might have tried to throw a curveball here and there, but it wasn't as good as the one when I got. And uh, it wasn't when
2: you did try to throw. It was completely different grip. Yeah, it's probably just
1: a standard one like right. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Bob had taught me the he said just grip it like this and just throw it, and it, it came out really nicely. Um, I think in my first couple of years, I didn't use it as much as my slider. But as I progressed on, I used it more and more. And then when I got here, I was a I figured out how to throw in the zone for strikes. And that's kind of what the biggest difference is.
2: Yeah. So if you could talk about when you got here,
1: and I don't know if, if so. You obviously, you traded here.
2: Yeah. And you go to down to Pawtucket. Uh huh. And yeah. is that one of the? I mean, there was a few different focuses, but was that one of them? Did they say, hey, listen, we um, see you throw this pitch? I think
1: when I when I got to Pawtucket, it was I just worked with Abby. Um, it was just mechanical. It was stretching me out and it was getting me ready to just get up to the big ones for, for the last couple starts um, you know I, I was in the bullpen to start the year in 2020 yeah. and I finished the year in the bullpen as well in 2019 so they were just stretching me out but the Phillies had also been stretching me out at the same time when, when I was down there so once I was in the alternate side it was just kind of getting me ready and I didn't really focus on a lot of the fundamental fundamental stuff that w- we're doing this year with uh, Bushy and uh, and that was probably the beginning of last year it's kind okay. of it all came together throwing in the strike zone, competing in the strike zone and then now me being able to command the top of the strike zone and allow to throw my curveball off the strikes more often has allowed me to be better
2: so, so when you got there when you got there it was more just stretching you out you know getting acclimated yeah, everything yeah. you're going to be a starter we want you to be a starter you come in you're really good the last couple of starts but then you flash forward to last to beginning of last year that's yeah. when they start talking about maybe about just the core growth.
1: concepts of what, what we, we have here as as a group and how they, they choose to use their knowledge to help us grow
2: how is that different
1: like how is um, that different from anything that you had gone I through think, I think for me it was different because I had I had to change it I had Two manager changes. I had three pitching coach changes um, in my in my career with the Phillies. So there wasn't I wasn't able to grasp I think the fundamentals of what pitching was. I was learning and I was getting experience. And there's a lot of people that helped me a lot during the way. But I think I grasped the fundamentals of of what pitching is here a little bit more compared to where I was with the Phillies.
2: When did you, last year? The beginning of the last year. Do you remember when? You start seeing the results, and maybe this goes back to the curveball. Maybe it's like, okay, you know like this is a weapon. They're telling me it's a weapon. Um, or maybe it's a few different things. I, don't I, think, know. I
1: think it was just kind of confidence with, with my pitching style, confidence with, with what I have, confidence I throw the ball in the zone and I get people out, and then the rest of this is just being able to build on success and better my game and develop my game further rather than having to play catch-up okay so so what i'm
2: hearing is a lot of trust in your stuff yeah you know like hey listen i get good stuff throw in the zone mm-hmm. have confidence that it's going to get guys out i mean yes when you don't have results i mean it's hard to like yeah, I, I would imagine it's hard to get that but when your the results are up and down a little bit
1: yeah i mean it's it's really hard I, I went through it a lot in my career where in a sense where i'm not pitching as well and then you have to figure out okay what did i do wrong and how are we going to how are we going to fix that for our next start? But now it's, what did it, what did I do right? What can I focus on? I did right. Okay. I had a positive outcome. What are the small things that I maybe need to tweak, but also what can we work on to get better at at the same time?
2: All right. So as I said, I love watching the curveball. Wow. Like I love, I love it. Yeah. And so although I go back to last year, I think it was against the nationals. Yeah. You know, the end of, and that was when, like, I think I asked you in the zoom call, like, well, I said, you said it's an 80. That was, yeah. <laughs> it was a great answer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for you, is that of all the pitches that you have doing like like dropping that in back
1: door? Um, I don't I don't do it. That that pitch wasn't on purpose. I was oh, I right, Yeah, really? it was. I'm, oh I'll man, you're ruining the myth. It's okay. It's fine. It, it wasn't on purpose. I was just trying to get a good curveball down in the zone, yeah. and I still wanted it to be a strike, but it just came out at that angle where it was straight down very high and it just had the spin and had the axis and it just dropped straight down. It's a very lucky pitch. I would love to say that I could do that every single time, but that's a, you know, I think just things aligning in the moment and the effort <laughs> level and just all accumulating to a very yeah. good pitch, which I'm capable of, but call it a unicorn pitch
2: okay okay well yeah. so let's say when you do mean to do it, it, must, yeah. it must, that must be yeah, a must be. yeah so feeling. when
1: I execute a good curveball down like I think I, I threw a good 1-1 uh, one, one curveball to Pujols the other day and he swung right through it I was very happy with, with the outcome because that's what I'm going for a pitch in the zone that stays in the zone and I get a swing and miss mm-hmm. essentially yeah. And As I develop that pitch more and more, I'm able to command it and develop that swing and miss more and more because it is a good pitch.
2: Looking back, what did Bob and Bob was here and, mm-hmm. and what what did he when he's teaching you the pitch? What does he say? To
1: Bob? Bob Bob was a bit of he was a bit of a natural himself. Um, I did research on his career. He had 15 years in the big leagues, and Bob was just able to do what he did. His mind, he said, I'm going to do this, and this is what the outcome was. It's going to be for me. And he kind of established that with us, and he just said, "Just believe in yourself, and just establish your outcome." And he didn't really—he just said, "Throw it," and it came out good. And there really wasn't much more to that. Really, he helped me out here and there with you know angling it and making sure it's coming on my hand good. But that—that's about all to it. Really? Was really, just more of a.